Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Where we continue to follow the capture and killing of Osama bin Laden now. Those are just some of the scenes overnight as thousands of Americans gathered in celebration of Osama bin Laden's death. Former Navy SEAL Rob O'Neill says he has thought about the mission every day since that May Day in 20. From multiple conversations you had with Rob O'Neill over the past year and a half, how'd you get And you described that his head kind of exploded yes. when you hit I, him. Yes, I actually hit him three times because I shot him twice when he was standing and once on the ground. That is the fucking American badass. We are not going for fame and we are not going for bravado. We are going for the single mom who dropped her kids off at elementary school on a Tuesday morning, and then 45 minutes later, she jumped to her death out of a skyscraper. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. I'm Rob O'Neill, and this is the Operator Podcast. Are we, are we, are we rocking and rolling? We're moving. Yeah, so this is uh, uh, the Operator Podcast, Robert J. O'Neill Podcast. Uh, I'm up in Butte, Montana, with my brother, because I had some, uh, I had some friends ask me whether or not I would uh, do this, and so, so now we're doing it. So I'm I'm here with my brother Tom. Tom O'Neill, how you doing, man? Great, man. How you doing? What's Great, happening? good, good. I I uh, I was down in New Jersey. Now I'm back in Butte, Montana. Yeah, you were and, in Jersey doing some really. Uh... Well, what what I've said is, um, you can watch me roll. Um, I went from New York down to New Jersey, down to Philadelphia, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, back to New York, uh, over to Philly, and then back to Montana. Yeah, what's what's going on with Stallone? Why were you with him? Well, uh, his here's the funniest <laughs> thing: is his agent called me and said, "Do you want to come meet Sylvester Stallone?" And I said, "Yes." Mm-hmm. So I went well, down naturally, there. yeah. And the the funniest thing was uh, um, Stallone's agent said, "Yeah, I have an agent. Do you want to meet him?" So I I met Stallone's agent. And his agent was there. <laughs> that nuts. That's just yeah. And uh, and I'm not trying to sound goofy, but um, yeah, so his agent had an agent, so I met them, and all I wanted to do was meet Sly Stallone. I went down there to, to Philly. I, I uh, met him, and it was just dope as shit. And, and uh, the coolest thing was I, I met uh, Sylvester Stallone. I met um, Jennifer Stallone. Uh, my wife Jessica was there, and we just announced that we're pregnant. By the way, congratulations! Thank by you, the way. That's thank awesome. you. How awesome is that? That's phenomenal. And she it? was dope as shit. And so Jennifer Stallone was funny as hell because she's she was like, yeah, so this is uh, this is your uh, wife, and awesome, and and she was just cool as sh- shit, and like Sly was there, and Chevy Chase was there. Yeah, see, and I'm, I'm on the other end. I see, I, I'm getting the pictures that you're sending back. Yeah. The fir- and you sent them as a, as a group, so I get a picture of you with with Stallone, and I see there are two pictures, and I flip, and then I didn't recognize Chevy Chase right away. Yeah. So the first thing I did is I called my Jessica, <laughs> who I went over, and she said the natural thing, and she said, well, "Why is Robert a wax museum?" <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a natural uh, response too. But said, honey, yeah. Yeah, he, he's not. If if he was at a wax museum, the the, the wax statues would be dressed better than they're, they're wearing street clothes. <laughs> no, it was it was just so cool because like um I I posted the picture of Sylvester Stallone and me. Yeah, being photobombed by Rocky. Yeah, yeah. and just mm. but but, but, I, but the craziest thing though was was uh we were, we were playing the Rocky Four theme. Rocky Four, not Rocky original. Yeah, they didn't and, change the music a little bit for that one. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps right now. How dope is that? Like you're talking to Rocky, and and uh, Sylvester Stallone, he wrote it. Like, no, it, lady, I wrote it. <laughs> cool as hell, and yeah, it was. Just, it was uh, cause when I played for Butte Central, the Butte Central Catholic High School boys team, and we would play that damn thing. 
And uh, the games, yeah, yeah. Being with Rocky was it was so dope, and he was cool as shit. And, and I know his agent, and uh, I know those guys. It was so it's so awesome just to say, yeah. Here we are. So, but well, being being with Rocky though, awesome. It's, it's, a, it's I don't know. <laughs> I remember going to see Rocky two in the theater in uh, back in Missoula. I remember going to see that and just. Uh, well, I went with you. We yeah. I think I think we went. It was a family trip. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, see, seeing that movie. And 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 the the theme with Rocky too, just he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna fight Apollo again. And Apollo Creed, are you kidding me? <laughs> like uh, seriously, I'm getting goosebumps right now. How how dope is that? Like you're you're you know Apollo's gonna fight Rocky. Anyway, so yeah, so that that was my weekend. Well, now you're back here in the radio station in Butte, Montana. <laughs> so it's uh, you know not a lot of things have changed. <laughs> yeah, it kind of everything's how dope is that though? Awesome. Uh, what. Uh, Christmas time, we're, we're coming up on that. I uh, wanted to mention from the last podcast that Deep Impact. You well, kidding me? Well, you know, you know that we've gotten a lot of. Uh, I've gotten a lot of uh, of uh, not respect necessarily, but uh, people are asking uh, if you and I could talk together. So we're doing it right now. I'm doing it. Awesome. Beca- mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of shit going on in the world. I don't know if you know that. There's some, yeah, some strange things happening. Mm-hmm. There's uh, things picking back up in the Middle East as we. And uh, what people were asking is like, "Hey, Tommy O's great, but how are you doing?" I'm like. Don't worry about me. How am I doing? <laughs> but yeah, no. It's but it's nuts though that uh, someone for me like Butte, Montana can can relate to what's happening in the world and having been there in the world and even the 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 shit going on overseas. It's just it's getting to a really weird point. It's there's uh, attacks. I mean, since the ceasefire stopped, there have been att- you know, well, by, by proxy through Iran hitting our warships, hitting uh, merchant ships. I, I don't. It's not going to go. Well, I mean, the, the thing the thing that I talk about with Iran, with uh, the Middle East, with the the, the um, Palestinians and everything is, is I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been there a lot. Uh, I've met I've met these people, and they haven't met us. And you don't. One of the things that I always tell people is you, uh, what I I hate is telling people you don't know what you don't know. That's stupid shit. Um, I I've been over there. I've I've dealt with these people and the, the it's it's a horrible place and and getting over there and dealing with the palestinians it just it just sucks it just sucks ass and and there there's not necessarily a good guy or a bad guy it just fucking sucks well i mean when, when you're dealing with war i mean you're, there are atrocities you know being it, it just that's that's what happens in a war uh what if when you look at the the the, the gaza strip and the palestinians trapped i mean they're being they really can't move because of Hamas, who will not let them escape. They're being used as shields, and they're being used. I mean, they're 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 in a very bad place. I mean, I, and the the way that I describe it to people, Tommy, is uh, when you get into a war like this, when you get into a spot where you're you're dealing with people, it's, um, and the um, I've been to war a lot, yeah, and I hate it. I hate war. I I really wish that we could um, not ha- have it. But to deal with the, what these people are dealing with, um, it's just a, it's a, it's a horrible horrible place, and the the, the Palestinians have it's 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 it just sucks. So just to pretend I don't know anything about the situation, what is the end game of Hamas? What do they want? They want Israel. Gone. Well, do you, do you remember the story about ISIS? Remember ISIS? Oh yeah, they're horrible people. They're not even people. They're animals, and the, I've dealt with them. I've seen them. I've met them. And uh, to know, to know people that I've known to to deal with animals is horrible. And the, the, what, what, the way that I describe it, because you know I'm being from Butte, Montana, I don't um, 
the way that I relate it is uh, when I when I was in bedrooms with animals, the last thing that I ever thought of was rape and murder. And, I, and I'm talking about me, Rob O'Neill from Butte, Montana, and, and Al-Qaeda. The last thing I ever thought was taking a mob in Laden and, and whatever. And that's what these animals do. And and they they were in houses with um, Israelis. And it's horrifying. And the, the, the only thing that they, these fuckers know was uh, rape, rape, rape. And they raped. And I never thought of that, ever. It was never, it never, never my... Um, Never my assumption. Well, is, is this a normal method of business? For, yes. This is this. Going yeah. Normal? And the shit. The shit thing is, uh, that's the way that they think is, uh, gra- grab the locals and rape. And it's it's horrifying. And and the, the way that I put it to people is, um, if you've never been there, you've never dealt with this. That that's the way that and. The way that these Palestinians were are raised is is, is to hate. And you can't get away from that shit. And that's the way they are. And th- that's why I tell people, you only know what you're taught. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just well, we sucks. That, it just um, sucks. The last podcast, these people, I mean, they've been indoctrinated since birth to hate. I mean, even that's, and that goes well, on both they're, sides. I mean, they're, they're, they're indoctrinated to hate. And it's, it's the, um, I've, got, I've got three daughters. I've got a mm-hmm. daughter on the way. You've got a daughter. It's, it, it, if you could imagine just um, getting away from the, psychosis of this bullshit it might be okay but these animals and it, well, so you, you bring up our daughters and that's what i mean uh uh before september 11th my daughter was born after september 11th yeah. but she was in utero during the attacks and i remember thinking what what kind of world are, uh, what, what's happening right now what's what, I, I remember thinking what's it gonna be like when she's 20 well she's 21 it's horrible, now, isn't it? and it's just there's it's it's another generation of war. Well, it's and it's, it's another generation of war, but it's also thinking about what these college kids, like our, our daughter's age, my daughter's age, um, when they go to a um, to a place where they're t- they're teaching uh, Palestine, Palestine, and and uh, from the river to the sea, which people don't understand. From the river to the sea, here's the thing, and and I I'm not happy about this. I just know it. I've been there. And uh, what people don't understand is from the river to the sea means... From the river Jordan across Israel to... Well, yeah. I mean, think, yeah. think about... Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, from the river to the sea, where, wh- which river are they talking about? I believe the Jordan River. Where's that? That is on, I want to say, the eastern side of Israel. Am I correct? Yeah, okay. you're actually correct, yeah. Right. And so you, you say that, and you say, and, and the, the thi- I've been there. I've been to Israel. I've been to the West Bank. I've been to Gaza. And I, I, I'm not bragging. But having been there and talking to the locals, they're, they're, they are uh, Palestinians. Okay, so from the river to the sea, what, what do you mean? Well, what it means is from the river, the, the West Bank, which is the eastern part of the, of the river, to the sea, we will destroy you. And we're talking about straight up uh, Adolf Eichmann shit. We're going to kill the Jews. And, I, and I'm to the point where I've met... Uh, my Jewish friends that uh, and they, they all and they actually have told me that well you can't say Jews you got to say Ju- the Jewish people which I do, and it's been I mean it's been there since um, the time of Moses the time of Abraham, we've all been, we've been there like the the Jews have been there since uh, for forty thousand years, yeah and and it's it's just you know it's that's what it is and we should all get along but then then uh, I I've actually met the king of Jordan King Abdullah and his wife uh, uh, Rana. 
And she's a Palestinian. And she wants nothing to do with the Palestinians. Why is that? Well, because they're assholes. Because they, not to be a dick, but they show up and they fuck you up. The Palestinians do. The, the, again, I, you know, I'm from Butte, Montana. You know, I've been to the scoop. <laughs> but, um, yeah, these, these people show up and they, they ruin it for everyone. And that, that's just not what, uh, it's it just, it, it, it breaks my heart. I don't like talking about it. I, I, there, to, to me, there's no good guy. There's no bad guy. And it's, there's these, these uh, children in Gaza. This, it's a horrible place. But all you got to do is not keep doing what you're doing. Is that ever going to happen? I mean, how do we, no. how do we stop this? How no. do we get out of this war cycle? Well, I mean, what the, what the hell they say is they, they, they say a two-state solution. Fine. What, fine. What is a two-state solution? Uh, the the Palestinians they they voted in uh, in 2006 they voted in Hamas, fine. And how many people love it? Well, all of you, fine. What do we do now? You, do you, p- people don't realize that 95 um, percent of the the Arabs living in uh, in in uh, the Gaza Strip can they can have they can be Israelis. People don't realize that 400,000 people a day go across the border and they work at Israel, you're, you're Israelis, mm-hmm. you're Arab Israelis, <clears throat> and people don't realize that, and that's what the Israelis do, and it's just, it's, just, it's a horrible thing because um, you're allowed in, you come, come in and be a part of, of Israel, and they can, and then the Israel, the, um, the, 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 well, they call them Arabs, you, you know where Arabs are from, right, Arabia, Arabia, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not. They're, you know, no, I'm seriously. There is no Palestine. The, the Palestine doesn't exist. Like, if I go to University of Montana, I can I can talk to Palestinians and say, okay, wh- what is Palestine? What is it? And they will say, from the river to the sea. And I will simply be like, okay, fine. What is Palestine? What, where is it? And these fuckers won't. They won't know where. Okay, there is no Palestine. There's a Philistine in the Bible. So what is it? Look at my face right now. Well, from the river to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no Palestine. It's a Philistine. That's where Jesus was born. Tell me where it was. Well, from the river to. Yeah, fine. Where was it? And they won't have an answer. And it's it's because of these. Um, it's because of professors. Um, and I despise college professors that sit there in a fucking room and they will sit there and stand there at you and from the. Yeah, fine, professor. Tell me your tell me your experience. Have you been to um, Islamabad? Have you been to Islamabad? Have you been to uh, Philistine? No. Where is it? Ask this professor with his stupid fucking beard. Where is it? And uh, I will look at these professors and the University of Montana, University of uh, whatever, and they will stand there uh, um, and look at you like an asshole. Fine. Where is it? And we will have this conversation. No idea. Okay. Show me where... Palestine is. There is no Palestine. There is a Jesus. They have no idea. And the problem is they, it just, it just sucks, man. Because I've, I've, when I was on the mountain to rescue Marcus Luttrell and I met young girls that looked like my daughters. Mm-hmm. And I remember handing them uh, bottles of water and to watch them open it and dump it out and play with the plastic. Like you, and just heartbreaking, and you you have no idea what you're doing here, and and heartbroken looking at these young Muslim girls, and it breaks my heart, and they're there right now. Oh, yeah, it just sucks, man. Where do uh, they- these are real people doing this? It just breaks my heart. 
they've been doing it for millennia, yeah. as 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 you said. And there's just uh, talking about an end in sight. It's like we can't even get through a ceasefire, and it's well, there was a ceasefire too. There was a ceasefire for years. Since 2007, there was a ceasefire. And then, then uh, Hamas, who was worse than ISIS, came in. And, and to the point where the, the most awful shit, I don't even, I hate thinking about it. It breaks my heart. But the, what they, the thing that bothers me too, Tommy, was these feminist groups that hate um, dudes playing women's sports. And these dudes came in and they crushed them. But all of a sudden, you've got women to the point where I don't even want to talk about it. Their hips broken because they're raped by 20 guys now and just getting crushed. And to the point, like friends of mine that I was talking to, they were saying that women's uh, pelvises were broken to the point where they're saying, I just want to die right now. Just break, just kill me. And that, and, and it, it brings me back to um, um, where are the feminists? Where, where's the hashtag me too? And then you you hear what these women are saying, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no no, that didn't happen. No, um, they're they're going to deny the Holocaust. No no no, that didn't happen. These fuckers came in there and did that. I have dealt with these people. I've met them, and they're horrible horrible people. I don't even want to talk about them. It's so bad. And these beautiful like, I don't even want to bring it up. Have you, you have you seen the videos of the the woman being brought out of the back of a truck? Truck. Well, she. I mean, her legs. Did you see? Did you thigh. see? Did you see where she was bleeding? I didn't see that. No, I, I can imagine. That. She was bleeding out of. Yeah. What? And how? Yeah. What? It's, it's, and yeah, and I would ask people. Okay, fine. Why? Why was she bleeding there? Because she was so violently raped that she was begging to be killed. And this is a Jewish woman from the United States that just asked, prayed to be killed because I just want to die right now. And Hamas was there. ISIS. I I so I was at SEAL Team Six for a long time. ISIS is there. SEAL Team 6 is there right now. And they're in these fucking tunnels. And what we did at SEAL Team 6 is we, we dealt with this. We, we have a thing called drill and blast where um, we have these tunnels and we drill, we blast, put um, whatever, and we blast it. We go in and we, we did that forever and ever. And, and, and we were just uh, Navy SEALs. And we're coming to – we're the guys that, that you want to hear. And now we're coming, and we're drilling, we're blasting, we're drilling, we're blasting. And I can't even imagine some of my, my guys from Red Team mm-hmm. getting ready to go in these fucking tunnels. And uh, I don't even know what these women are thinking, but I, all I could imagine is that they can hear us coming. We're coming. Mm-hmm. And, we're, and SEAL Team 6 is here. And they're coming. Mm-hmm. It's just horrifying, isn't it? It's the whole situation, just... I you know I, I came here to be in a good mood, but it's, it's, it's unimaginable. Can you I, can I you imagine those girls? In <laughs> I've been to okay to get in a better place. I've been to raves. You ever been to a rave? I haven't been to a rave. No, I did go <laughs> to uh, I did go to an insane clown posse concert at the depot, which was there was a lot of root beer being sprayed. But I yes, I wouldn't go as far as to call it a rave. Yeah, but can, can you imagine being there with the sun's coming up and uh, they're they're celebrating, and then all of a sudden there's paragliders and ISIS, like they call them Hamas, it's ISIS coming in. What what do you do now? Well, you run. Where do you run though? I mean, where do you? I mean, I'm. I'm you, there's nowhere to go. The, I mean, there's. A, I mean, the, and I've explained this to. I've talked to my daughters. I've talked to my wife. And it bothers me because I've I've seen it. 
right next to me. And the 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 um, the way that I put it is is um, I've talked to Jessica, my wife, and I said, "Can you imagine the scariest thing, the scariest thing you can ever comprehend?" And now it's here. Wake, waking up, looking out your window, and all of a sudden that here's the devil, mm-hmm. and there he is. And guess what? It's time to fight. And you have no choice, but you're going to fight. And uh, guys like me, and the thing too with like um, um, Instagram or, or um, Twitter or whatever, I'm, I'm all of a sudden the guy that you, you need, you want now. I'm the guy that's going to fight. And all of a sudden it's your dad or your brother looking at you. Now we're going to fight. That's the way it is. Like uh, we just announced that we're having a baby. I'm having a baby. Yes. And uh, but but it's time. It's it is time to fight now, and I will fight. And but you look at like the um, the media, NBC News, Fox News, or whatever, and then when you need that guy to stand, I'm the guy to stand up. Here it is. How scary is that? But you, that's what you want. Is that crazy? I've been there. We you know. We've never really had that happen on American soil, to it, and it, it, it would be, I don't know, that, that's a horrifying thought. I mean, you, you know, you, let's say that you're at Burning Man, and all of a sudden people come paragliding in with assault rifles, and yeah. there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Dirty diaper, screaming fits, sleepless nights. Parenthood is not for the faint of heart. I'm telling you, I know from experience. Tactical Baby Gear was founded by parents for parents with kit that you'll be proud to carry. You'll overcome every spit-up, blowout, Meltdown, everything along the way. Prepare for whatever uh, parenting can lead you to, and you're going to look cool doing it because looking cool is part of the whole deal. If you look like you know what you're doing, you might know what you're doing. One of the things that uh, Tactical Baby has is these uh, wipe pouches. They're cool wipes. They have them in what they call the E&E kit, which stands for escape and evasion. And sometimes with kids, you want to escape and evade them. But people want more wipes uh, because babies are unpredictable, believe it or don't. But uh, eight wipes per resealable pack, and you can get them in 10 pouches per pack for five bucks. So get complete diaper kits, seven different mod panels. I talk about that with the hook and pile tape, the Velcro, tactical totes. I'm perusing the website here, tacticalbabygear.com. It's fun to just to stroll around because I'm looking for strollers. Uh, the Versal Stroller Wagon that grows with your family. You can put kids there. There's two-seaters, four-seaters, the Veer Cruiser. All that stuff is really neat. Plus, you can, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's made for parents, tactical stuff. It looks great. Molly Systems, highly functional, highly practical, extreme high quality. It's always ready. Diaper bags, berry, uh, baby carriers, strollers, wagons, everything in between, and a lifetime warranty. So go to, check this out for shopping. Plus, Christmas is coming up. There's always birthdays, and there's always people having kids. Tacticalbabygear.com. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. It's entertaining, to say the least. Tacticalbabygear.com. And use code THEOPERATOR to save 15% at tacticalbabygear.com. Code THEOPERATOR, where we don't say, don't tread on me. We say, don't poop on me. Tacticalbabygear.com, code the operator, 15% off. Also on Instagram, at tacticalbabygear, instapoo. Then, uh, oh, God, guns, and diapers, baby. Tacticalbabygear.com, code the operator. And while you are doing that, um, you need to also make sure your family is good to go. Just the whole, um, 
the belief that something bad won't happen and then it does. You just want to be prepared. I always say be prepared. We, we, we talk preparation, but it is clear the unthinkable is here. Our most trusted institutions now deceive us boldly every single day. Something clearly is very wrong and time is short to become more self-reliant and secure the future for your family. I talked about emergency food. Seriously, act today with My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness company, is more than equipped to stock your shelves. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfasts, lunches, snacks, dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. I have some down in the uh, in my basement right now. I got some at my parents' house, at my kids' house. I love them. And right now, if you order, it's $200 off. You get over 2,000 calories every day. Just add water and heat, and then you eat. Make sure every member of your family has a three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. Go now to my special website, preparewithrob.com, for a $200 savings. And if you order by 3 p.m., it'll uh, ship that day for free. Same-day shipping. Order by 3 p.m. It is best to have emergency food and not need it than to need emergency food and not have it. Go to that cool website, preparewithrob.com. Dot com and take $200 off. Preparewithrob.com. You will not be disappointed. It gives you peace of mind and your family and yourself. You are all taken care of. Preparewithrob.com. Um, imagine the, de- the the your worst your worst environment. Here it is. Right, like looking you in the face. Right here. And it's <laughs> I've seen this and it's go- it's going to rape you to death right now in front of your family. The only guy between you and them is me. Mm-hmm. Guess whose side you're on? Yeah. You're on my side. <laughs> Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to fuck them up. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to die doing it. And then all of, all of a sudden you get these um these um people, you know, people talking about, well, you know, you just, you know, you voted for Trump. Yeah, you know what I did. Mm-hmm. Guess what? <laughs> G- guess what? I'm also fighting this you <laughs> I mean, it's just so it's just nuts, and I'm it's it, it almost gets to the point where I'm not trying to prove a political point. I'm just here, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the guy in front of you. Mm-hmm. And um, the 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 like so one of my one of my good friends is uh, Anna's Cancer Freedom. Um, uh, he's he's uh, he's Turkish. Okay. And he, he he played for the Celtics. We I think you do you meet him? I haven't met him, but I saw his jersey. It's just kick <laughs> kick ass dude. Uh-huh. And uh, I you know I had a I had a bad night whatever, and I hit Ennis Canner up. I was like, hey man, I I still understand what the fuck's going on in this world. I, I I'm thinking about converting to Islam. And he hit me back. He's like, hey brother, tell me what you need. And I told him whatever. And we decided it's not quite my time, but. Those are the the thing is those are the people that that need to be in the argument because he's he's one of the best people I've ever met in my life, mm-hmm. and he just simply said, "Well, if you, if you need, then I will I will help you." And his cancer he tra- changed his name to Freedom, really. And his his parents are in jail in Turkey because, uh, yeah, just. But he's one of the guys that like you need to, we need to talk about this, and and his family is in jail. In Turkey. Oh, what's going on there? What's, what's happened with his family? Well, uh, Erdogan is a, the the president of Turkey, and he's just a bad dude. He's an ISIS guy. And he wants to put Enes Kanter in jail. Like, I'll fight to, to my death to, for Enes Kanter. He's a great dude. Tall as hell, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, if we're going to do this, I'm going to take him as a setter. <laughs> well, he'd smoke either of us one-on-one, I'm sure. <clears throat> but he put – oh, he's a badass. But, he, but well, he, he and his um, – he played for the um, 
Portland. Okay. Yeah, right. so he's a friend of mine, and I, I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing whatever, and he just kind of called me. Said, what's, what's, here it is, yeah. here's what it is. Well, I mean, he, he's, so he's a dude, if you look him up, and it's Cancer Freedom. Um, so Ramadan is is one of their, one of the holiest day of, of Islam. And what they do is they uh, they don't drink water, they don't do, well, they don't drink alcohol, they do anything. And uh, so so he was playing in the playoffs for the Celtics, and he wouldn't drink alcohol, wouldn't drink water. So all day long, they're, um, they're uh, not drinking anything. So he's playing in the playoffs that night. And he would play. It was awesome. Yeah, how cool is that? That's he's he's dope. He was playing for the the Portland Trailblazers. I'm pretty sure that they <laughs> playing for the Blazers has got to be hard enough. Yeah, like, without water, yeah. you know. It's, I don't. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not trying to get all social, whatever. But uh, just just knowing guys like that, like, I, I hit him up and I I said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, and brother, can you mind um, helping me? And he did. He's just awesome. And because he's not about his religion, but he's more about um, how can I get you involved with um, the greater good. And and the thing that I bring up to people is um, you always hear, and this this is horrible, but you always hear people saying Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, God is greater, God is greater. And it doesn't mean God is greater; it means God is greater. And these fuckers are saying um, Allahu Akbar, uh, Allah is greater, and they're cutting heads off. But mm-hmm. if, if you're yelling. At God, that God is greater. Why are we doing this? And that's what some of these. And it's a horrible thing. And and uh, and his cancer. T- he told me personally, like this is I don't. This is not the religion of peace. This is religion, whatever. And he's he's there. And 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 I've I call him all the time. Great dude, mm-hmm. tall dude. Oh yeah. Well, you, you know, I mean, it does get back to. You know, I mean, you said it earlier. It's like my God's got a bigger dick than your God. That's seriously and, and, it. I yeah. mean, the religion itself is not evil. It's me- it's people forcing their religion on other people. Well, that, that's the thing. The, they're, they're forcing it on you. I, that, that's nothing new. That's uh, that's been causing war well, for the millennia th- again. The thing is, too, with with religion is it's not um, it's not what I think. It's what I think you should, you should think. do. Exactly. Seriously. Well, I, so, okay, so we're going to get into this, and I've not talked about it yet, but we're talking about Ibogaine when I went to Mexico for my PTSD, my mm-hmm. post-traumatic stress. Horrifying, because um, I've I've been over there, I've talked to everyone, I've, I've talked to, um, you know, because I've talked to Ennis Cantor, Ennis Cantor Freedom about this. Um, what kind of a horrible person am I to go into a room and shoot someone in front of their family, which I've done mm-hmm. a lot, and I hate myself for doing that. And um, I've talked to Marcus Luttrell, uh, lone survivor. I've talked to friends of mine. You know what? And I was I was at the point too. This is horrible, but I, I was at the point where I was thinking about putting a shotgun in my mouth because I want to end it. And um, my friend Marcus Capone told me about um, ibogaine, which is the god um, molecule, and you can you can get out of this. Mm-hmm. And so Amber Capone, Marcus Capone, they called me personally. And so I was at red team. He was at uh, blue team. And go, so there's gold team, blue team, silver team. And uh, I was going to kill myself. But they said, hey, look, you got to try this. And so I went to Mexico for this um, Ibogaine treatment, which is the God molecule, um, to get you out of wherever you oh, are. Man. And and, and uh, the molecule is um, – th- th- it solves everything from gray matter in your brain to – uh, just to getting out of, out of whatever to, 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 yeah. So I went down there and, and, uh, I, I took this medicine to get me out of where I am and it was crazy. 
mm-hmm. and it brought me back to beauty. It brought me back to life. It brought me back to everything, to where you actually see God to to a point where I'm, I don't even need to see God anymore. It's right here, and so God was there, <laughs> and it actually it actually um, explained to me, it's not just God telling you this. It it is. Uh, God is here, but um, what you need to stop worrying about is man's interpretation of God, because He's right there. That does make that that does make kind of hits home a little bit. Yeah. So you get there, and all of a sudden, um, it's not even God. It's it's um, what what do you think is happening? And and uh, it's God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And I'm not trying to get all you know whatever, but sitting there with it's insanity. And I went through it, and it was uh, you know. It brought me to a new place. So I'm actually a happy person. I'm not trying to be an asshole right now. No. I, Nuts, I, though. Isn't it? I, I think it's wonderful. I mean, just seeing just your, your state of mind. And, you know, I, I can't imagine having to go through. First of all, I don't know how many tours you were on, how many times, how many, how many, how many gunfights you've been in, how many, you know, you can't count them. Okay. I've, I can count on no hands how many gunfights I've been in. <laughs> I, you know, I can almost remember how many heated arguments and you know just having to to deal with that but then you know to come back and just what what, what really gets me is how little help we get from our government as far well, we're, we're going to send guys over okay. we're going to train them we're going to make them the best fighting machines in the world and then when uh, and then as soon as our use is done with them you know thanks for your service you yeah know? seriously well okay so i've got a buddy of mine you you i think you've met her you know cat timf from yes, fox met, news yeah. and she's awesome she's mm-hmm. amazing and she's married to my buddy Kim, and he's he's an army guy, PTSD like a motherfucker. Okay. And so she's writing a new book. It's coming out. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna break it because whatever. But she wanted to talk about that. And one of the things she said was because I I got in trouble recently in Texas, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not excusing myself. Whatever, I'm fine. It's fine. But um, I beat a dude up, and uh, I got arrested. And uh, Kat Timf, um, she saw it, and the dude that arrested me said. Uh, yeah, he, he, me, said the N-word to me. And so my buddy, who's, his name is The Game. He's a rapper. Uh-huh. And he said, hey, <laughs> hey, motherfucker, do some research. He's a white guy. So I went to, so Kat Tip saw that, and she put it in a brand new book that's coming out soon. Like, hey, this is a white, this is a white guy. This is not, this didn't happen. But, uh, and she wrote a book about me, about how um, a lot of people go through some shit that you, you don't quite realize. And that was one of my things. I, like, I'm never going to. I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, look at me, I'm an asshole." And I've been look, I've been arrested in Butte, Montana. I don't, mean, I don't know if you know. Yes, I'm aware yeah, of that. <laughs> but, I, but 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 I will always tell cops, like, look, look, guys, uh, my fault. Sorry, I love cops. And so it happened again. Cat Tim wrote a, a, a story about uh, what I, what what has happened, and she and she said, um, everyone can can uh, talk shit about I support the troops, and that means you put a, a lapel on your. And your shoulder, yeah. and then all of a sudden, what now? Because well, nobody gives a shit. It's, no, it's a lot more. Supporting the troops is a lot more than wearing a lapel and you know clapping when you see them walk through Seriously? the airport. I yeah. mean, supporting our troops means fighting. How do you help these men who have just been to war? What are you going to do to 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 help them deal with what they've seen, with what they've been forced to do on our behalf? As a country, we sent these guys over there mm-hmm. to fight for us, and uh, when or if they come back. If we these guys should be not only taken care of, but they should be put in charge of things, the, the Department of Defense deciding whether or not we're going to send people to war. Well, we, I mean, we send people to war like it's like. Yeah, I mean, but it's not. It's not. It's not even asking for permission. But you should see what the 
shit we do. And again, I don't, I don't, I'm, if you one of my best stories is uh, if you're looking for sympathy, look in the dictionary between shit and syphilis. I don't need your fucking sympathy. But uh, Cam, who's Cat's uh, 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 husband and one of my best friends in the world, he's awesome. Like we always go chill out, whatever. Um, give him a break because we, we, we've been to places where the gnarliest shit you can ever think. The, I've been there. We're looking you in the face, horrifying. Mm-hmm. And um, and then we just forget about it. And then all of a sudden you're on the, the the front page of Fox News. Oh, sorry. Go fuck yourself, Fox News. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but Cat's awesome. Her book's going to be great. I'm not getting any royal- royalties out of it. Cat, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, how awesome is she? Have you ever heard her stand up? She's so quick. She's so... Wait until you see her She's stand-up. quick and she's very smart. Mm-hmm. And I love when she gets heckled because people think she's dumb. That, that's when it just You know, I've been, I've been to... Uh, um, Tracy Morgan and I went to a stand-up show where Kat was... Uh, she was the, the person doing it. And I, uh, I actually went up to a dude that was heck on her. And by the way, <laughs> Kat can handle herself. So can Cam. Amazing. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what. Talk about... Be- dude, it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? I'm a butte guy. I will fuck you up. <laughs> That has nothing to do with this interview. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we throw it in once in a while, though. You know, just she's great. Keep us honest. Well, she's awesome. She she uh, she will text uh, Jessica, my wife, a lot and say that, hey, look, I did it. Well, because she, she just wrote this book. She texts Jessica and she's like, hey, um, here's the new chapter in my book. Is is it good? And so Jess, my Jessica read it, and they're best friends. They're awesome. What? And Jess's like, yeah, it's awesome, cat. By the way. Awesome. No, she sent it to me. I was, I, it was an honor for me to, to, to read her shit and just the fact. Well, she, she um, uh, quoted my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Can't go wrong with that, man. No. What would she say? No, she just quoted what I, what I said about. Um, well, one of the things I quoted my podcast was um, 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 the best way that you learn is from fucking up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I fucked up right now because I got arrested in, in uh, Dallas or Frisco, Texas, a couple months ago. And now you know my thing. And and w- the point that I made to people is, well, okay, you know what you've done, right? Right. So what what did you learn right now? What did you learn? Mm-hmm. And uh, what I've learned is uh, everything that I do is on on the front page right here. Mm-hmm. And I learned. I think I learned. Pretty badass. Can't be easy though. I mean, to have that sucks. To have uh, you know, screwing up by on your own is always it's hard enough. But when you have it, you know, it's multiplied by have it know. blasted <laughs> over everything. No, seriously, because I've had I've had friends of mine from the special boat service, SBS, SAS, um, um, Australians, saying, "Yeah, I saw you, mate. Um, how you doing? How you doing?" It's like, well, fuck you. Just, just I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing okay, but. But to see, I mean, responding to that and taking steps to, to change. I mean, that's that's really what it's. I'll like. tell you what, too, though, brother, is um, you got You should deal with uh, um, special air service, the Brits or the Aussies. Oh, it's good. I haven't had a lot of dealings with them here. <laughs> trust, in trust me, it's dope. <laughs> they're good. Oh, they're just you know. I think the only thing you could fuck up is that yeah, I'm a Chelsea supporter, mate. And they'd what, it be Manchester United or well the way they do it, well I a good friend of mine is Piers Morgan mm-hmm. and he's what he's he a, like yeah he's oh, amazing amazing no he's one of my best friends well too we went over there Jess and I went over there and we we were supporting uh um 
supporting Chelsea, and, he, and I said, hey, uh, we're over here supporting Chelsea. And he goes, hey, I'm an Arsenal fan, mate. <laughs> and he goes, um, supporting uh, Arsenal would be like you supporting the Taliban, okay? I'm like, understood. <laughs> I, well, he's think? a great dude. Too. You ever seen his interviews? Uh, Piers Morgan? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a great, great dude. I got to introduce you to him. I'd love to meet Pierce. He's, he's, he's awesome. Well, one of the best interviews ever because he's a he's a legit. Um, he's not going to talk shit. He's going to sit here and, and uh, legitimately ask you a question about what, how you think. Amazing. That's what I like about him. He's, he doesn't have a lot of political motivation when he's asking no. questions or trying to come up with an interview. Great, great dude. Yeah, I, I met him the first time uh, when I got out of the navy, and I I, I was. I'm not going to get into where I was, but uh, a friend of mine introduced me, and he didn't know who I was. So I met Piers Morgan at his book signing. And his book, by the way, I'm, I'm not plugging it, but his book called Wake Up, Holy Ballsack. <laughs> well, because he's a, he's a, there's a difference because he's a, he's a liberal, but he's not a, a leftist. So he's a classic, classic really? liberal. And, and, and what that means is he's a, he's a dude that wants um, – as a liberal, he he wants um, gay marriage. He 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 really respects whatever, but he doesn't get into the bullshit. And uh, like this, well, that's and there are, there are well, shit. I mean, shit. Okay, look, I don't want to get in trouble here, but but like the the shit with, um, you know, I have three daughters. I got another daughter on the way, and I love. Um, I want people to 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 be able to what do what you want to do. We're on the brink of an economic meltdown. Inflation has surged to a forty-year high. You budget carefully, but each trip to the grocery store, like we just talked about, feels like a wallet-pinching experience. Gasoline prices have doubled since 2020, and your monthly bills are escalating. Inflation is with you all the time. It's an evil force that eats away at purchasing power and ultimately your ability to save for retirement. That day that hopefully you can stop working, we all want to get there. Don't let this happen to you. You want to retire, so protect your retirement. I don't care how young you are. You want to get there and start working on your retirement, saving money, putting it somewhere. But protect your retirement here with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Alex, Mark, and the team will take the time to help you understand your options and make the best decision for your future. Whether your goal is to own physical gold or protect your IRA or 401k, the professionals at Allegiance Gold are ready to help. They've earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and have built relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. So here's the website you need to go to, protectwiththeoperator.com, protectwiththeoperator.com, or call them at 844 844- Seven nine zero nine one nine one, and get up to five thousand dollars in free silver on a qualifying purchase. Do not wait. Protect your future now with my friends at Allegiance Gold. That website is protectwiththeoperator.com. Protectwiththeoperator.com, or give them a call eight four four seven nine zero nine one nine one. Allegiance Gold will set you straight for retirement. But but bacon, man. I'd love to start with bacon, and I've told you this before. I'm just telling you now that you need to check out Moink and get bacon from them. Moink is spelled Moink, like Moo plus Oink, M-O-I-N-K. And it's the best bacon in the world. You've heard other people talk about it. I've told you about it myself, that I send these meat subscription boxes to my family in Montana. My brother Tom, who's on an episode with me, loves it. My father loves it. You should love it because it's bacon, and I shouldn't need to explain it more. It's um, it's uh, the the hogs are raised in all the right way. It's all salt and pepper and all that good stuff. It's a meat subscription uh, a meat subscription box company called Moink on a mission to fight for the family 
farm. They're located in rural America, run by an eighth-generation female farmer. The animals are uh, treated humanely. They're raised humanely. The employees are paid a living wage, and the quality, like the bacon, like the sauces, like the burgers, is better than anything you'll find in a store. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken. That is very important. Um, just with the way the whole um, natural cycle goes with the cows out there, the beef and lamb, uh, sustainable, wild-caught Alaskan salmon. They'll bring it right to your door. I love getting those boxes. Moink farmers, they farm just like our grandparents did, which means Moink tastes like it should because the family farm does it better, and the Moink difference is a difference that you can taste. Unlike the stuff you see at the supermarket that are loaded with all kinds of crap, um, Moink gives you total control over what you get uh, the quality, and you know where the source of your food comes from. You get to choose every piece, every item that comes in your box every single month, like ribeyes, uh, chicken breast, pork chops, salmon fillets, all that stuff, much more. Plus, you can cancel at any time. Like I mentioned, I get it all the time, and I ship it to my family. Everybody loves it. We're going to use it on the holidays. We always do. It seems like we're raising the damn animals ourselves. So um, you can help keep the American farming going by simply signing up at moinkbox.com slash the operator. Do it right now and you will get a year supply of free beef, the best beef you can imagine when you use code the operator at moinkbox.com. One year of the best beef, ground beef you've ever had at a limited time. So again, it's spelled moink, M-O-I-N-K, box.com slash the operator go to moinkbox.com slash the operator check out the bacon check out the sausage my personal favorite there is the jalapeno pineapple sausage everything you want there at moinkbox.com slash the operator which means like because so i've got a brewery in in uh norfolk virginia mm-hmm. armed forces brewing company and i sent out a tweet uh a while back that said uh look i'm all about whatever you're doing but i don't want I don't want children looking at drag shows. Simple. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Um, I don't want buttholes in, in my face, in my kids' faces. And so they said, well, you're anti-gay. And I'm like, no, well, no, I'm you, not. No, no not. I'm not. I, dude, I'm telling you right now, there is nothing more fun to me, seriously, as a Navy fucking SEAL, as a senior chief petty officer in the goddamn Navy, nothing is more fun to going to a drag show. I love it. It's awesome. However, well, all I said was, look, Keep it, keep it here. I don't want the kids looking at it. And they said, well, you're, you're anti-gay. I'm like, no, I'm fucking not. No, absolutely not. No, but, that, but that's that kind of how... That's well, I, how I, I have gay friends. I have, I have gay relatives. I, I, I love okay. them all equally. How much fun is a drag show? Be honest. They're, they have one here it's in town. It's fucking They're, amazing. Down there, just down the street, the Drunken Miner Saloon. They put it on every summer. They have a three-day festival. And they're also, through this, they're, they're, they're raising money for a, a veterans organization here in town as well. So they're, they're doing a good thing. That's it. It's 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 when I first saw it was going to happen in Butte, Montana. I thought this is never going to work here. And you know, this is a real kind of a cons- almost. It's a little it, for being really liberal. We're very conservative here in Butte, but I, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, I agree. But this 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 drag show is is bigger. It's 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 growing every year. It, it, it takes place kind of in a. Down by the Walmart area, where there's uh, there's some lots around it, you can hear this thing going on, and they're having fun, and they're not they're not bothering people, you know they're they're keeping it there. It's a blast. It is. It's so much. No, fun. Now, if they were doing that in the middle of you know well, McKinley Elementary School, I would have that's a problem. All that's, I'm that's, sa- that's all I'm that saying. That doesn't make me anti-gay. It doesn't make me anti-drag. No. 
I love a good pair of pumps, damn it. And you know how hard it is to find a size Dude, 10 slim? I'm telling you. Yeah, exactly. But no, but that's not, not for me, that, of course. Well, obviously. No, but that, that's, that's the whole thing, too, with um, when, like, I was more, like, so my, my brewery's opening in, in, in Virginia Beach, Northern Virginia, and I was more insulted that they said, well, you're anti-gay. No, I'm not. Mm. No, I, I'm just, come on. And because we have, uh, there's a thing with, like, Dylan Mulvaney, whatever, and, you know, we got uh, trans People that uh, are in the Navy, in the Army, and everyone's like, oh, so you're anti trans I'm like, no, I'm not. No. Fine. I mean, gr- granted, China's going to laugh at us, and we're mm. still going to win. But, uh, yeah, g- do your thing. I don't give a shit. People ask me all the time, they're like, well, the Navy is too- oh, Okay. Dude, I've been to okay. – so there's a, there's, a, there's a thing in the Navy where when you're out to sea for, I think it's like 70 days, mm-hmm. they, they start doing what they call gator squares, and then you get 10 beers or something like that. And I'm like, great, bring the trannies on. <laughs> I would like to drink with the transgender guys. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then also like, well, O'Neill, you're a, you're a transgender. No. I, to the point where I don't even, I don't give a fuck. That's where people, I mean, they want to say what you, they would tell you what you're thinking. Here's why you're, uh, I don't know. No, that's the whole thing. A homophobe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anti-centary, whatever. You know, it's. Uh, mm-hmm. Men wear Well, you, you, know. you know they have a thing with the uh, submarine force, uh, the Navy. They say uh, um, 50 sailors go down and, and uh, 50 – sorry, 100 sailors go down and then 50 couples come back up. <laughs> I, I failed, man. I, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, anyway, it's like it's – like, You know, do, do your yeah. – do, do what – do you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, if, if, if I don't agree with it, I mean, you know, don't Fine. force it on me, but I'm not going to – you know, that's the whole thing. Not just, my, just don't don't force it on me. That, that's it. I'm not, so, no. so anyway, Sam. So we're back at Butte, Montana. How awesome is this, man? I, I didn't I didn't mean to get into a big thing or whatever. Well, yeah, you got lots of stuff happening. You know, a lot no. of stuff to get to. No, Butte's uh, Montana in December is a, a great place. Yeah. So I, what I want to talk about too is, uh, and I'm not you're, you're hosting the show, but I'm I'm the <laughs> fucking man. Um, how so? How about um. How about the college football thing? Uh, Montana State, Montana Grizzlies. Uh, the Grizz, I'm sorry, the Cats, Tommy Millette from Butte, Montana. Good kid. Tell you what, man, what a stud. I was, I was, in, so, okay, not to brag, but right. I'm going to brag. Okay. So I'm, I'm at home and I live in New York. I'm a yes. Montana guy. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Millette is on there. And, and, and they lost. Kick was blocked. But uh, I was, I was, I'm like, my hot ass wife is there. And I remember like grabbing her and I'm like, Look at this guy. Look at it. He, ran, he had a 70-yard touchdown. 70, he just went up the middle. Yeah. yeah. Now, Tommy Malone. I'm he, getting goosebumps right now. I'm like, look at that. I'm like, I'm so proud of, like, Butte Mont- Look at this guy. Fuck yeah. But when you s- – that's just part of Tommy Malone, too. He, his, his incredible athleticism. Now, he, he is the same age How as my daughter. How fast is that, dude? Okay, well, now, I, I, I don't mean to brag, <laughs> but I watched Tommy Malone playing uh, Mining City Little Guy football. Yeah, really? Back No, he was always – he was always a stand-up athlete, but he was always one of those good kids. Okay, and then he went up, you know, of course, had a great career at Butte High, played for a state championship. They got beat by Bozeman, uh, took his talents to MSC. The kid is just, but he, the things he does, he, he's a great kid. Well, he's a he's team, inclusive. he's a team player. He's not just inclusive, a team on his yeah. team. Yeah. COVID year, uh, they couldn't have the Shrine game, his senior year here yeah. in Butte. Yeah. And uh, he didn't want the Shrine kids to be, you know. That's so awesome. Put together a cornhole tournament, raise money that way. 
And then he probably won the damn cornhole. Of course he too, did. And then probably deflected praise of that to his teammates. He's I, a great kid. <laughs> yeah. I can't say enough I, good things about him. I got to tell you a story. So I flew in from New York, and we're do, I'm doing whatever. I'm flying here to Butte, Montana, and I'm, I'm hanging out at uh, – Whatever flight I'm going to. And uh, I ran to some dude. And he goes, yeah, I, you know, I'm flying to Montana because I've been there before. I was like, cool, where are you heading? He goes, well, I'm headed to Boozman. Boozman. <laughs> I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been to Helena and uh, Butte. And I, I was got like, Butte right. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. Boozman. Boozman. What a stud, though. Tommy Millette, awesome, awesome. Fast as hell. You got some, uh, another uh, from, from down the road uh Little Hill guy from Anaconda doing big things for the Grizzlies. Yes, I've heard and about Braxton him. Braxton Hill is Braxton Hill. I've heard his name. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm watching the Grizz play too. That's dope. So, yeah. You know who else is on that team? You might uh, uh, Jake Olson. Yeah. Tight end. He's got a father. You might be. Yeah, Bobby with. Olson. Mr. Bobby Olson. Yeah. Great dude. <laughs> I saw. In fact, saw him at the uh, at the, uh, the the last playoff game. Didn't didn't exchange words. Our eyes met. High five, and we went our fucking. That's way. it. That's it. it. <laughs> oh, Bob Olson, man. He's awesome. I love yeah, I played dude. against him. And, uh, he was a he uh, was a center for Butte, Montana. Butte High, bad ass. Central. I got to announce those games. Those were. Oh, I want to so talk about that. Ago. How right. awesome is that? I was supposed to go with you tonight, but I can't. How okay? For anyone listening, Tom O'Neill, my brother, is is the announcer for the goddamn Montana Grizzlies. Yep. Basketball. And I remember, yeah, well, all. <laughs> but I remember going there before, and uh, I remember listening to some dude that was playing it, the Montana Grizzlies. I was sent that video <laughs> of you doing that. I'm so proud of you, man. Thank I'm you being honest. I mean, that means a ton, man. Dude, you. are you kidding me? I'm, I can't believe it's happening myself. I, so I, dope. I, you know, I, um, not to do it uh, on mic here, but I think you're short selling yourself, though. <laughs> yeah. I, eh, I, I, oh, I, you crush it, though. I, I know. I, I shouldn't say that. Awesome. I love so it. So good. It's fun. It's yes. Yeah. I've always enjoyed. I mean, I love going to games to begin with. And, yeah. And to have to be a small part of it, like there. But I got small the, part I got the of best my damn seats how, in the house. All, yes, I want to go. I was supposed to go tonight. I can't do it. Oh my god! How awesome is that? Tonight would have been fun. We got uh, one of your old teammates from Montana Tech is uh, yeah, Sean, yeah. Sean Hughes. Sean he's Hughes. The head, he's the head coach of MSU Northern. Who they're playing tonight? All right, Every all right. Time, see, no, Can doing... you do me a favor tonight? Oh yeah. Hell, hell yeah. And I'm not sure when this is going to air. Please tell Sean Hughes that I said hi. Oh, I, I... Um, and I've met John Stockton. I haven't met Michael Jordan yet. <laughs> Sean Hughes is the best pure shooter I've ever met in my life. Oh my really? god. Oh my god. You put him up there. No doubt about it. Really? Like, well, he's the two guard, like like I was. Oh, he was his. Well, I mean, he's he. Sean Hughes, Brad Hughes. I, the, the, I played a tech with him. And Brad went on to coach the yeah. Bobcats. Well, I, I think that you – yeah, Brad, he's awesome. There, I, mean, I think that we had a thing that you started when we said, yeah, this guy gets more bumper than a body shop. Dude, <laughs> him, him, him – oh, my God. Those guys – when I played at Tech, it was amazing. How – what a – just a pure – I well, what so so you're, you're doing what you should be doing. Amazing. But to, to, to be on the court with these dudes – and I was there with Sean Hughes. I was uh-huh. there with uh, with uh, some of these players. Um, I had a buddy of mine that I I played that I didn't play with, but you know, uh, SEAL Team Six guys that did whatever. Uh, there was a re- <laughs> get a hold of this was a rebounder for Chris Mullen. You ever, <laughs> heard, you ever heard him? I, I think I've heard that he he was on that Dream Team thing, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah they yeah. they did well. And he said uh, he was he was uh, offered the position to rebound for Chris Mullen. He's a lefty. And he said he, he sat there for two hours, and he said Chris Mullen didn't hit the the rim once. No, the, I mean the the level of I mean they 
they're not good ball players by accident. These these skills well, the, are the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. No, well, we uh, so so um, I so Kid Rock's a buddy of mine, mm-hmm. and I golf with him all the time. Ricky Fowler, and I really want to golf with Jordan. Like my goal is to golf with Jordan, but he's got a place in in uh, Florida where you you as so Jordan. I, I think golf with Jordan could possibly be just a horrifying experience. Oh, he's amazing. He's a scratch golfer. He's pro- awesome, but he's and, probably but, as competitive. Yeah, it? well, he well there was a thing. I heard a story of Jordan uh, playing with Kid Rock. I'm not bragging, but uh, <laughs> he was playing in Cleveland. Uh, I think they were they were playing that night uh, in the playoffs, okay. and he's golfing with um, one of his uh, bookies and an agent, and they're like, "Yeah, J- Jordan's like he's like 27 beers deep, <laughs> so go the over under right now." Jordan's not doing shit, so whatever. And uh, the, the, I guess the under was uh, 57 points or some shit. <laughs> so don't don't do it. So Jordan he rolled up 60 points and beat the Cavs. <laughs> well, that kind of thing happens when you're Michael Jordan. I don't- Jordan MJ, but I, yeah, I guess his place in uh, in Florida is um, they they got ice cubes that are the fight man. The ice cubes? Yeah, they come with drones and they they set you a drink with the, right. the ice cubes. And uh, Jordan Jordan plays. I get. I need a great golfer. Well, the the word that I got, and again, I'm you know I, I've I've been to look, not bragging. I've been to Tiger Woods' house on his son's birthday with Serena Williams. Not bragging. Not bragging, but, of course. But, yeah, yeah, and uh, he just rolls uh, twenty grand a hole. And uh, I, I, I rolled twenty grand a year here, <laughs> which is still very good. I will bet you my salary on this next shot, Michael Jordan. Well, we so Jessica and I. That's an IOU. So Hang Ke- on to that one. You're gonna need it later. So Kid Rock lives right next to uh, to uh, Tiger Woods. Okay. And I'm with Jessica before she was pregnant, and we go down to Tiger Woods' house. He's 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 his kid. His son's there, and and we walk in, and Kid Rock goes, "Hey man, there's a there's a party at, at uh, Tiger's." Place you want to go? I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> so we roll down there, and um, here's Serena Williams right here. So we walk in, and I'm having a drink. I look at Serena Williams. I'm like, "Like, what do you say?" So I think what came out of mouth, my mouth was, uh, "So you're awesome." And she looks at me, goes, "I know." And she goes, "She literally goes, hey, I'm pregnant. Don't tell anybody." I'm like, "Who would I tell?" So we're hanging out, and Tiger Woods looks at Jessica and goes, "Hey, uh, I've got um." I got a pizza oven outside. Do you want to see it to my wife? Mm-hmm. And she goes, fuck yeah. So they roll out. I'm hanging out. Me and Serena Williams, we're chilling out, having a drink, whatever. And uh, 20 minutes later, they come back in, and, and Jessica goes, so, Rob, um, you know the story about how Tiger Woods hits on everyone? And I said, yes. And she goes, she goes, yeah, I just saw his pizza oven. He just hit on me. And I go, <laughs> I, I, re- I go really? How'd that fucking go? Hmm. <laughs> Tiger was hitting my wife. That's dope. Yeah. Strange things happen at parties when Serena Williams shows up. Huh? Serena Williams is there, dude. It's on. I'm telling you. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. So this is it, man. Um, uh, Butte, Montana. How awesome is this? It's so cool. So cool being home. It's good to have you. You know, you know, we're doing a, a thing here now uh, with Black Buffalo, and, and this is not an ad. I'm just saying because you're you're uh, throwing a chew in. My boys are coming in. Yeah. Black Buffalo. This this is not an ad. (laughs) Uh, It it is, however, a delightful nicotine alternative. And by the way, I got to say this. um, It is uh, is a nicotine alternative. If you're 21 and up, you can try some. Yeah. If you're 21 or older. Mm -hmm. How good is that? You can just piss off right now. I I do like it. I'm getting to that point where, you know, 
back when you're 16, you start chewing. You don't think you're going to be 52 years old one day, and all of a sudden, you wake up. There's Serena Williams having a drink over with Kid Rock in the corner, and there yeah, you are. Yeah, she was. You know, yeah, and you know, you are in a different room. You know that one of the problems we had too, and and Butte Montana used to spit in the bathtub. Yeah, that was that was pretty disgusting. Eh, I do know, retroactive apology here. <laughs> pretty much going out to mom too. Pretty much mom, I apologize for everything I did from 13 <laughs> to 27. There, I think that should clear it up. So we, I got a hat. I found it in mom's house. Look at that, DD971. You know what DD means? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm serious. I. Uh, Destroyer. Destroyer. I was Destroyer. Say. Yeah. Uh, that, that's it. I was thinking of something well, else. I always thinking. tell people too. We didn't. We didn't name it a destroyer because we ran out of reasons. It's a destroyer. Because they destroy things pretty pretty mm-hmm. easily, don't they? Yep. Very cool. Destroyer. So uh, awesome! It's awesome to be here. Thanks for having me on this uh, on the show. Oh, so, uh, wonderful having you here, man. This is fantastic. Great to have you back. Very here. very cool. It's good to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sorry we didn't get the uh, the video. But uh, we're we're in Tommy's place. Yeah, you don't want to see me. <laughs> Trust me. Very very cool. Yeah. So uh, so what's our plan today? What are we doing? I am going to do a Montana Grizzly basketball game. See Sean Hughes. I think you're going to do some Blue Buffalo stuff. And I think Black Buffalo. Black. Bu- what did I say? Blue? I said Blue Buffalo. No, that happens. That happens. Oh, I'm, my, my bad. Yeah. All good. No, this will be fun. So we're gonna we're gonna release this today tomorrow today. Um, I'm with uh, Drinking Bros Podcast. Great dudes in Texas. Oh, absolutely. Funny. I see but, those uh, guys up at the golf tournament every year. I love those guys. Oh, yeah. We're good. Swing slower. Yeah. I, I need a lot of work. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, uh, everybody, thank, as, uh, we're about an hour into it, but thank you for listening to the Operator Podcast. Hanging out with my brother Tom. And, oh, I didn't tell you this, by the way. Okay. Um, so Jessica just bought a building in New York. All right. Uh, and I'm putting in a studio. That'll be cool. Yeah, That'd be awesome. Yeah, so we're so it's dope. Like we're gonna, like I said, we're having a having a daughter. My daughter, baby V. That's awesome. I'm not allowed to say her name yet. Oh, you got a name picked out. You didn't know. Okay, yeah, I'll tell right. you when we get off off stage. Right. But uh, yeah, baby V is my, my little. Well, she's awesome because I have I have a few daughters, mm-hmm. and I'm not allowed to say about them, but they're awesome, and uh, they 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 know what's coming. And it, and it was, it was just so funny because Jessica, my wife Jessica, always says, "Well, what, what are you gonna do with your kids?" I'm like. I got this. I'm good. Because when my daughter shows up, because I've got three daughters. Like, I got her. She's fine. Oh, yeah. And she goes, well, what? she goes, uh, well, what do, we, what do we do when she poops? I'm like, what do you do when you I do, poop? What, yeah. what do you do? Yeah, 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 you do the same thing. Pardon me while I put my legs above my ears. We're fine. <laughs> well, first thing, you drag her out of the bowling alley. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> So we're well, excited. Gonna be, you know, it's going to be. I I, I I can't imagine what Jessica's going through because I mean, this is gonna, you've, you've you've had experience as a father. Jessica's going in here. I mean, well, the thing here's the thing too, and I want to tell you this because I want to tell everyone that's listening. Um, so I have daughters. I don't I don't get into what they're doing, mm-hmm. but they're funny as fuck. Oh, you've been, you, will, you've met, will, they're will, so will, funny. I I, I don't want to say their name because of security, whatever. But by the way, they will fuck you up. They're so good. At, <laughs> seriously, oh, yeah. awesome. They're so funny. I've got. Like a few daughters, and 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 that's exactly what they say to it. They they, uh, they just know the deal. They just know when uh, when. Well, the way my kids tell me is when shit goes sideways, I got this. And uh, <clears throat> what's awesome, I've gotten in trouble uh, over this. Um, pump action shotguns. You know, that's what it sounds like. So my daughters, they know that, and they've got roommates. And they're like, why would you do this? I'm like, well, because honey, because this is what we fucking do. They're like, thanks, dad. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Great kids. Well, the sound of a pump-action shotgun is a real good deterrent. For well, I, you know what? I, I I don't want to bring this up, but uh, talking to your daughter, 
at a wedding we went to this summer. Mm-hmm. She's funny as balls, but holy balls, she was so funny. I, I'm just saying. No, I, 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 I will. We'll get that. Yeah, edit it. No, just awesome because like no, because well, I'm, I'm newly sober. Mm-hmm. I don't drink, and uh, I went to a thing, and and she was whatever, it's fine. And for the first time in my life, I was like, you know, if you need me to come get you, I'll get you. And she looks at me because she <laughs> goes, so we're good, Uncle Rob. Spits. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. No, but I mean, the sense of humor comes, and the girls come, and I, I and I just, I love daughters. I love girls. I love, not to sound rude, I just, I love my daughters. I love my my uh, my niece. I, I love. It's so awesome. How awesome are they? And Kaylin's just well, I love, so you know, cool because I, th- I think it takes you know men to you know. 30 or 35 years of age before we can even attempt to understand the opposite sex. So by, by, by the <coughs> time you roll around here and you, and you have, you know, a daughter and you can kind of try to relate. I, I love her. She's uh, funny. She's, she's smart. She, funny uh, shit. That's, that's the whole thing. A funny. lot more mature in a lot of ways than I am. She, she sees things Well, that's the thing, too, is she's so funny because it's it's uh, it's relatable wherever you're talking and, and how you – funny. Funny. Yeah. My daughters are so funny. My new daughter's going to be funny. My wife is funny. It's just. And people ask, like, well, how do you handle your wife? I'm like, I don't. No. Yeah. She's got it. I got it. She's good. She's good. I, I, Same I, way I handle my dad. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was fun, man. We're going to release this today. Thank you so much, Tommy, for doing this. Happy. Happy to be here, man. Very, very cool.